Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Superficial Magic. I am your host, Megan Granger, and I'm Dana Moon. Just kidding. That's not Dana. Dana's not here. Dana has left the building, Vibrators. It's heartbreaking, but also okay because everything happens for a reason. Um, I kind of explained what happened in the Facebook group, but essentially everything went wrong um, with our equipment and just it just was a really hot mess and we kind of decided that maybe it wasn't it wasn't meant to be for superficial magic and then uh I went to a restaurant and I saw today's guest and it kind of changed my mind about it so I'm gonna keep doing it we're gonna have Dana on as often as we can we're gonna build this back up and we still have two more episodes to release with her on them. Um, so as soon as I get those off the equipment that was giving us so much trouble, we can catch back up with Dana and she'll be on as often as she can be. She is my favorite human on the planet. So today's topic is fear. Fear, fear, fear. I'm very familiar with fear. So our guest today is Bill. You might know him as the Superficial Magic mascot. And she actually tells us on the podcast that she would like to be called Jill. And I think her story will resonate with a lot of you who are trying to be your real self. I think when we hear the word fear, a lot of us go to like the amygdala, you know, our deep brain survival fear. That's not really what we're talking about here. I definitely have a lot of that kind of fear. Um, I remember in middle school, actually, it was elementary school. I would have to wear this heart monitor on my finger, very popular child, um, that would tell my teachers when I was having a panic attack because I lived in Kansas and I was so terrified of tornadoes. So every time it would get stormy out, I would literally almost give myself a heart attack. So I had to wear this little thing on my finger to tell the teachers like, yo, somebody go talk to Megan and explain to her she's not going to die. Uh, at the same time, other kids in my class were like, cool, it's storming. I hope there's a tornado, you know, and when there would be tornadoes, people would go outside and like point at the sky and whatever. It, it, I guess I would have probably survived longer than them back in the prehistoric ages. So that's one win for me. Okay, so that is not the kind of fear we are talking about today. Today, we are talking about a more kind of unconscious fear that blocks us from achieving our goals, not just the fear that might murder us. This is more spiritual fear. The only thing we can do with this kind of fear is identify it. And once you identify it, it's a lot easier to think of ways to combat it. But if it's just living in you unconsciously, what the fuck are you supposed to do? You don't know. It just feels real. And it just feels bad and and stuck and like you really can't change it. And you totally can. One of my favorite books right now is The Big Leap. I think it's the only self-help book you really need. Uh, and he talks about the four types of unconscious fear that hold us back. You might be more than one. I'm two. But you're definitely one. There's nobody that doesn't have one of these basic fears. Fear number one, feeling fundamentally flawed. 
a deep feeling about something wrong or flawed about you. Mm-hmm. Feel that. Number two, feeling of disloyalty and abandonment if you achieve your dreams, like you'll be leaving behind your roots. Number three, believing that more success brings a bigger burden, kind of more money, more problems. And number four, a fear of outshining someone else. I have that one. And the problem with having these fears is that it's really a misuse of your creative energy. You're not supposed to to structure your belief systems around these four basic fears. So unravel them. Look at them. Your unconscious gives you this beautiful blueprint of what your fears are because all you have to do is look at your life and see where you're holding back or just ask a friend, what do you think is my basic fear? They'll probably know. I feel like in society, we're taught two ways to deal with fear. It's like overthinking, long drawn out paralysis or Thelma and Louise balls out driving over the cliff, you know, and today I'm just, I'm going to try little baby steps, staying in something a little bit longer than maybe I usually would going a little bit further than I have before, but just a little bit, keep it safe, keep it small for now, see what's up, see if any of your fears come true. They probably won't. I'm really excited for you to hear this conversation with the child. I am with the superficial magic mascot, Bill. Wow. The superficial mascot herself. There she is. There she is. Okay. So you're the reason that the podcast still exists. Would you like me to tell you why? Yeah. Okay. So for people who aren't in the Facebook group, um, you can join it now. Go find Superficial Magic Vibrators on Facebook. It is it is open to join. I wrote this out, but essentially I decided that this podcast had like too many mechanical errors and I wasn't going to be able to do it. And I was so sad and Dana was so sad and we like cried and blah, 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 blah. And then um, that night I went to a restaurant and you were sitting there. And you were the one sitting, you were standing on the side of the street the day I released it in front of a bunch of Abraham Hicks books, remember? Mm-hmm. So you're already the mascot. So then I'm walking, I see you at a restaurant and there's a little sign behind you that says, keep going. There's a sign behind me that said that? Yes. Oh. What the fuck? That is pretty weird. Right? That is weird. Yeah. So you admit that I'm led by God and you. Absolutely. <laughs> reactive energy (laughs) um today we're going to be discussing fear you said at the beginning of the podcast you have no fear i have no fear and then you said wait i'm very afraid i didn't say (laughs) wait i'm very afraid (laughs) you said i'm scared aren't i (laughs) yeah i said i'm scared (laughs) i experience fear i don't possess it you don't possess it i don't possess fear the fear that we're going to discuss today is not like the normal fear for your life fear it's the fear of achieving your dreams Okay, and there's four types of fear and not achieving your dreams, just achieving everything that, you know, the perfect relationship, just your dream life. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let me find these. They're they're so smart. The guy who wrote this is named Gay Hendricks. Oh, yeah. Jimmy's brother. (laughs) 
So, all right. Here they are. Fear number one, feeling fundamentally flawed and a deep feeling that something is wrong or flawed about you. Hmm. Number two, if you succeed, you're going to be disloyal or abandon important people to you. Number three, believing that more success brings a bigger burden. Or number four, a fear of outshining someone else. That's the most foreign. The, yeah, you're number not scared. Four? You're not scared of number what the four. Hell? And that's my that's mine. Really? And but that's why I love you because you shine like a diamond and it's it inspires people. It doesn't like make them mad. I don't know why I think it would. Why I think it would? No, why I think it oh, would. Oh. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, nobody tells you if it makes them mad. <laughs> they don't let you in on that. They keep it a secret. I don't think you make anyone mad. I think you just make people happy. It's my that might be true. Yeah. I, I, I I used to fight that, but I do think that's probably <laughs> it's pretty true. I know. Um oh my 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 mm, okay. My mm. my whoa, my headset. So you're not number four. I'm number four. What about number three? Believing that more success brings a bigger burden. No, no, that doesn't keep me from doing it. Okay, so you're going to be disloyal or abandon someone? Nah. Okay. I think it's one. Number one, uh, feeling fundamentally flawed. Yeah. No. That's what I used to experience. Tell me more about that. Is that I just, I'm just like a... Yeah, I feel like a broken toy. I feel, people treat me so weird and they're they're just trying to like relate to me cuz they they try to relate to me, but the way they do it like constantly hurts my feelings. What do you mean? They'll be like, "You're friggin' weird." And I'll be like, "Okay, that's not something you should say." <laughs> yeah. But do they about, mean it as a compliment? I think they're trying to, but it doesn't come across like that. Right. It comes across as really like, "Okay, enough." Yeah. So do you ever have thoughts of like, okay, I should tone it down? I can't. Yeah. I've tried and it doesn't work. That's so awesome. I physically can't stop. <laughs> you physically can't stop no. being awesome. Yeah, I literally can't stop. I've never, I mean, I've tried a couple of times. That's me acting in fear is when I try to stop. Yeah. And it's like pointless. I can't stop. <laughs> I'll just keep saying that over and over. This is an hour-long podcast where you're like, so this is what happens? Yeah, I can't stop. I can't stop. Yeah, I can't. Um, okay, so that's pretty deep. You're number one. I'm number four. Everybody at home, definitely read The Big Leap or just figure out which number you are. Because once you know, you can see when it's coming up and you've kind of brought the unconscious conscious and you can start noticing and dealing with it. Like, I'm glad to know I'm a number four. I had no idea until yeah. 12 people sent me a snapshot of it because I told everyone to read it. And they're like, you're number four. You're number four. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a carry. <laughs> yeah. The other two felt kind of similar to me. Two and three. Yeah. But nah, it's number one. I'm I can feel it. You you feel it? You feel the truth of it? Yeah. I didn't even see it as a fear. I just thought as self-esteem. <laughs> you just see it as the truth? <laughs> Impede you from doing what you want to do. Um, In every way, in every form, and everything. Oh, darn. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not like we shouldn't be interested in where we picked it up from because who cares at this point? Um, but yeah, it's it's really deep and it's not true. Oh, that's what fear means. What? False evidence appearing real. Boom. Process that. I mean, somebody made that acronym up, but I get it. Yeah. False I mean, evidence I, appearing real. Right. I, I didn't make it up, but, you know, I said it. That's what it means. <laughs> I like how I'm immediately like, that's not what it means. That's an acronym. <laughs> that's my personality um, type. Megan, is I'm like, that's uh, an acronym, actually. <laughs> Your fears are real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, our quote of the day from Fear 2, this kind of goes into what we're what we're talking about, is from Michael Scott. Um and and this one episode in the office, he's like, Okay, who wants to have their life be better than it already is and who wants to have their life be worse than it already is because he's trying to do like sale techniques and everybody's like we want it the same and i was like that's fear that right there he has a big bite in but he's nodding she, that's she, fear. she has a big bite she's in, got but a she's big not, bite in. she's nodding yeah, yeah. i'm a girl <laughs> i literally am <laughs> i love how the way i say it it's always like a joke but it's not a joke right what, uh, what's that like oh it's awful really I mean, it doesn't sound like a joke normally. Normally people, normally I say it in a way that people know it's not a joke. Yeah. Today I said it to somebody though and they were like, people are going to think you're kidding. And I was like, why would you say this? Oh, why yeah. would you say this to me? I don't want to hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fine. Yeah, it is fine. It's different though. It's not the same old. It's not the same old. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I can be funny anymore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I mean, it's just like you don't know what's going to happen. I really don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I've been telling people to call me Jill in real life. Mm-hmm. My personal life. Mm-hmm. My business name, it's still Bill. Yeah. I don't know how to. That's like a whole process. I wonder who you talk to about that or like who's gone through that. I have no idea. I don't feel like very many comedians have not a lot but it's not like i'm like famous or anything so that's good you're famous to me wow (laughs) (laughs) i'm saying that but it's like people do see me but they don't like google me Mm -hmm. they've seen me in movies or whatever but they're not like yeah i need to friggin google that nerd (laughs) yes i bet they have a lot of interesting (laughs) (laughs) yeah the characters i play they're all weirdos because i'm really good at it but What's your favorite character to play in your uh, normal life? Ugh, I hate, I mean, I don't even know if I like acting. I'm just, I feel like I'm just good at it at this point. It's like one of those things where like you come out and you're like, hell yeah, I want to do this. And then you're like, I'm doing it <laughs> and I'm suffocating. Is that how every adult feels? Yeah. I think you get your job you've always wanted and you're like, hold on, hold, up. <laughs> hold on. I just don't want a job. <laughs> That's what I want. Rewind. I just want to make art and uh, somehow, somehow profit. Yeah. 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 I, I want to keep acting. I mean, I love playing those parts. They're very much in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. It's just this thing where it's like you do it enough times and you start to be like, what am I doing? And I think the impetus is like uh, to quit, but then you fail. You don't right. quit. You just keep going. Right. It'll play out. I mean... Is there ever a point you stop and then pivot? Maybe. I don't have it yet, but... Yeah. I mean, I'll just keep... It, it's such a job dependent, not on my own power, mm-hmm. that I can't... I don't, I'm not going to stop. Right. 
No, you can't stop. No. Um, that'd the be most weird. I could do is just make my own stuff. And, you know, if it takes off bigger, then it does. If it doesn't, then I'll just, you know, I'll be in my garage, you know, making art. Well, right now you're in my garage, so. Yeah, I'm in your garage right now. It's all up from here. It's all up. <laughs> I like it. I like it better than the office. <laughs> Me too. Oh, my God. Um, another thing I, I looked up about fear that's interesting to me is that obviously when you like almost get hit by a car, you feel afraid. You're like, oh shit, I almost got hit by a car. But there's other layers of fear that are in you 24 hours a day that you don't even know you have. You've just identified yourself as this feeling and it's just low grade terror. Oh yeah. You're just reacting off of like built in patterns. Crazy. So I was reading Eckhart Tolle and it was like trying to actually feel that feeling and like teasing it out of it just being your identification with you because I can't feel it. It just feels like me. I I know I'm tense, but I can't feel the feeling. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'm trying to do that every night to kind of get it to come to the surface. That's the feeling of like not being able to get out of bed. I feel like because mm. you're too afraid. Right. I think it's fear. <laughs> I'm a very fearful person. Yeah. It's boring. I'm moving in towards it. Everything that's... I don't know how to do... (laughs) You're moving in towards what? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I was meditating one night and I had this um, vision of like a shell replacing my old body. Whoa. Yeah. This was April 12th. Like a flash? No, it was very prolonged. It was an out-of-body experience when I was still smoking weed, but... Out of body? It was real. And what was the new shell? It's me. <laughs> it me. It, it me. I'm the new shell. <laughs> it basically, I told my old self, I was like, once you're like, uh, you're going to, you're going to, I'm your new shell. I'm going to be like living. I'm going to be, I'm going to be you as soon as you get up from this mat and you're going to be living a life without fear. You're still going to experience fear, but you're not going to, you're not going to live in it Dope. anymore. And then in my thoughts, I was like, how is this possible? How is this going to happen? And it would just keep saying, like, it, it, it would say, like, weird mantras. Like, it would be like, like, a turtle gets a new shell, doesn't it? Uh, You're getting called. Wait, I'll resay that mantra. Yeah, get, resay it, would get, it. It would just say stuff to me. It would be like, why, why, wouldn't, you, why wouldn't you change? Like, why wouldn't you experience this? Mm. Like, why wouldn't you, like, what makes this impossible? If this experience is happening to you mm-hmm. and you're envisioning this, and feeling this, it's like, why wouldn't this be real? And then, like, what happened was I the 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 part of me that was still like on the mat and wasn't <laughs> wasn't the new shell floating above me was like, it told it. I told it. Sorry, it's very like heady. Oh. Like the way I'm, I have to talk about it this way because that's what it is. But I was telling my old like self, I was like, yeah, like say bye to fear, like because you have like a relationship to it. And I remember mm. sitting laying there for so long, being like. Oh, I don't want to say goodbye. It's like it felt like breaking up with, with, with fear. like, yeah. And then I didn't get up for a long time, and I was like, I was like laughing. I was like, haha, you you're so in love with fear, you won't even get up. And Whoa. then and then I sat up, and it was like I don't know. I entered it, and then that was the next day. I kept questioning it, and it was like it said that thing about like turtle gets a new shell. Mm. Why won't why why not you? I we interviewed a woman up in Joshua Tree that kind of to your point um she was saying she sleeps outside she has a house in Joshua Tree and she sleeps outside on a mattress and I was like uh what if somebody comes and murders you or like there's snakes and coyotes I don't know and she's like oh I I won't make another decision based on fear ever 
She's like, I want to sleep outside, and that's where I sleep. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i got to get to that level. Because I'm not there yet. Yeah, me neither. Do you find that, like, once you do something you fear, it's easier than you thought it would be? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think part of, like, uh, I've been feeling caught up again, and I think it's because I didn't come out to my dad again. What do you mean? I didn't tell him how I'm feeling lately. Right. Like, it's like, yeah, if I don't do that, everybody's going to seem like a threat. Right. All of a sudden, because I let that choice block me. Mm-hmm. And so if I let one choice block me, it's like, oh, everything's going to start blocking you. Shit. So are you saying, oh, a very fast car is driving behind us. That's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> very weird. They're just driving towards a cul-de-sac yeah. as fast as they can. It's kind of like an ASMR podcast yeah. where you get to hear background noise. <laughs> I hope everybody's getting tingles. It's very um, realistic. I wait. What were you just saying? I, I held up in one oh, area of my life. Right, it's such so, a big block. So, do you think if you're having like a big issue with somebody, you're gonna keep having it with everyone else until you fix it? Yeah, it's gonna come up more presently, probably, because oh, no. that was your reaction. Shit. And if you reacted like that in that space, you're probably gonna keep reacting like that. Because I slid backwards again. Why'd that happen? Cause it was like a big group of my mm. family and it's just like, my dad was like, like, uh, there's this gamer, uh, Tifu and I put him on as a joke and, uh, he was like, why is that guy playing as girl characters? He's a fucking bitch. Oh, basically. No. And I was like, Oh cool. Yeah. Let me, uh, just tell my dad how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well actually. Hey, <laughs> Hey daddy. <laughs> you have three daughters. Uh, <laughs> can you say what happened with your friend once? When, like kind of the same thing happened. Who? Um, what uh, do you mean? Your friend in the kitchen was like, but you're not. Oh, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I was out to my friend and I was saying I was like, I was by and he was like talking about guys and he was like, yeah, I get that. Like you're attracted to guys, but like you wouldn't want to ha- have sex with one. Right, bro. And I was like, no, that's literally like, <laughs> that's the it. <laughs> No, I, I, that's what it means. Yeah. And that traps you for years. <laughs> that traps you for so long. Dude, that, and I think that is the real trap most people are in is just this. It's not like, oh my God, somebody's going to like knife me to death. It's just this subtle clues from people around them that what they are isn't going to be cool. Yeah. I think it's something like one negative comment. It's like you have to write a positive version of it like 10 times to outweigh it. Or if it's not even a negative comment, if it's just a comment about somebody else. Yeah, it's not even about you. Yeah, it's just about general. It, it, that's even worse sometimes because you just, you take it on so much. Oh, yeah. I'm taking on all kinds of crap. Okay. Just... <laughs> Time to be free. Yeah. When I had that enlightenment experience, it was like, there was a part of me that was like, yeah, but you're not out yet. So you're not living without fear. And then Ooh. two weeks later, <laughs> here I <laughs> I don't know, four weeks later, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Here I am. Here you are. I'm living without fear. Fearless. It takes a, it, the tr- the transformation of it takes longer than the like because I'm still experiencing it and that's what it said it was like you're still gonna experience it yeah yeah I mean I said that to myself <laughs> <laughs> it's such a complicated heady space I have to talk about it in the exact way that it was because it it was like we it was like bizarre and, do, and you felt different ever since it happened yeah I that that's what that's what got me crashed into chasing this new growth. Wow. Because I was just like, all my decisions, I kept being like, well, no, now you're going to go do this because you're not afraid anymore. You're going to go do this because like, whatever, you're not afraid. And then I I messed up again because I was living without fear. But ultimately, messing up again was good. In a way, it wasn't good to the, the 
the person who I hurt right. or to myself emotionally, but long longevity wise, yeah. Okay. Like in the long term, because now I'm in a community, I'm in all kinds of, you know, a community. It sounds like I joined a cult. I didn't join a cult. <laughs> I'm just getting sober, folks. I'm just getting sober. That's something else Bill and I have in common. Very fun stuff. Yeah, I um, love it. It's, it's so <laughs> awesome. Yes. <laughs> Yay. Um, I have, well, I want to go back to that for a second. Are you more scared without weed and booze? Uh, I think I'm less scared without weed for sure. Cause I would like, like all these minor fears I'm having, if I got high, they'd turn into like times 10. Oh, right. And that's why I would slide back even farther. Right. Like if something like that happened when I was stoned, I'd be like, oh, I can never do this. I can't keep doing this. Mm. People are going to think I'm weird. And it's like, yeah, they already, people are going to think you're more normal. <laughs> like that's what I keep having to remind myself is they're going to be like, no, you make more sense now. We get it. We get why you wear the clothes you do. You, you, you're not weird. You're not weird anymore. I think it, yeah, I think in my head, I think it's going to make me weird, but I think it's actually going to level me out. Wow. Because when people see me as a guy and they see me wearing some of the clothes I wear, they're like, huh, this guy's, this guy's fucking weird. But then if they see me wearing them and they're like, huh. If they're if they're if they're homophobic and transphobic, they'll be like, "Huh, this guy thinks he's a girl." Right. Because <laughs> those same people who think I look weird, they're not gonna like. No, they're, they're not, not gonna, they're not gonna be like, Oh wow, you look so nice. Like, yeah. This, this is not your fashion uh, critics. They're not gonna be on your team. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I speak from that perspective of like outside perspective too much. I think, but you it's like you funny. think of you think of it or I think of it or I communicate it. Yeah. And I've never even heard that yet. I just am. I'm, I'm sure. It, I'm sure it's gonna happen. Yeah, I, I hope not. But <laughs> I, I, yeah, be prepared uh, and also do some affirmations that it's, you know, train your subconscious. <laughs> the secret. Didn't you see in the secret? secret? There I was a guy that was gay, and he was doing stand up. This is real. I'm not making it up. And everyone would laugh at him and say, "You're gay." <laughs> The way you're communicating this. <laughs> and like throw stuff at him. And he was so sad. And then um, essentially he started doing the secret and started reprogramming him, <laughs> reprogramming his self-conscious. <laughs> Hold on. You're making me laugh. His subconscious. And then he, um, he started having different experiences. Hmm. I can do that. You could do that. I could do that. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to do it. Yeah. Write it out a lot. That's what I'm doing. I write it out. My do, morning pages. Are you journaling three pages a day? We're I'm also doing, doing the artist way. I write three pages a day and I'm. I, it makes the pain go away. <laughs> <laughs> three pages a day makes the pain go away. <laughs> I start telling people I, I'm free of pain. <laughs> I had I made a riddle kind of, or like a thing like that this morning where somebody was trying to be, feed my cat and it wasn't in the bowl so she wasn't eating it and I was like if it's not in her bowl it won't go in her hole. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so we have a lot of sayings. Yeah, we got a lot of sayings. I have something I need to talk to my parents about, but I'm too scared. So I get it. What you don't have to talk about it here if you Oh no, I mean I I just need to like I don't, I don't even know how to put it into words. And it's so terrifying to me. Just like, I disagree with you on a lot of things, but I want you to still love me. Can yeah. you? Yeah. 
Is that just essentially what everyone needs to say to their parents? Yeah. Because even if they don't, like, it's like, uh, even if they don't support it, at least you feel better. Right. Like, even if I, like, it's like if I talk to my dad and he's like, I don't get this, I'd be like, whatever, I'm going to keep, now I can just keep saying it until you accept it. Right. Because I don't go home anyway, so maybe I'll go home more right. if I did it. Maybe I mean, that's why I don't go home. Maybe that's why I don't visit. Maybe that's <laughs> I start unraveling all these things live, <laughs> live and on record. <laughs> I was like, before I came, I was like, I'm not going to come out. I'm not going to say my name's Jill. And then I'm like, what, 10 minutes in? I'm like, I'm a girl. I'm Jill. What's up? Hey, it's Jill, bitch. That's the energy I have. That's what I mean about like, if I talk about the experience, the fearlessness experience, I, I get back to it. Yeah. It been, it's been a while since I told anybody, Megan. Really? Yeah, which is bad. I should tell more people. I understand. I I totally get it, but. Yeah, you're just going to inspire so many people. Yeah. When it first happened, it was like, I was like, does this have a new name? And it was like, not yet. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, so this was kind of the shell. This, what do you mean? Like this new person was the shell? Yeah, that one floating over me. Whoa. And it was like a third person perspective of it all. Like it was like a spiritual, it was a very spiritual experience. So did the did the shell look different than you? It looked exactly like me. Whoa. I was just floating over myself. That's what I mean about like I was talking to my old self. Right. Like I sometimes will still speak from because it's like uh, the way the way I explained it when I when it all happened was like I'm still going to have all my memories and stuff. So yeah. I still remember it from the other perspective. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I talk about it. This shell came to me and talked to me, but I took over. I like I'm the I'm the shell. <laughs> You come out as a shell. Yeah. Well, I'm living in this like 40s bungalow with like a like one of those like raised trivet like um, turret windows. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, those houses were designed to feel spiritual. Those de- those houses were designed with big open windows, so the light comes in. It feels mm. it feels like a spirit is in there. That's how it's designed to feel. It's designed to make you experience more because people were so religious back then. And does it work? Absolutely. Mm. I mean, why would this wouldn't have happened in any other house? Every other house is so closed in now and so crap. Like, it's so like you get like a tiny window or something that you can barely see out of. This is like literally like I see the sunset like every day. Oh, wow. It's amazing for Hollywood and just like on the ground level. It's crazy. A lot has changed for you in the past two months. I would say everything. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much everything. That's the thing is I'm still experiencing fear about it, but I'm not stopping this time. I love that. So when you feel it come up, you're just like, it's there. Got to keep going. Yeah. Or like yesterday I went to Disneyland and like I'd keep having like these like I'd, I'd have like overwhelming feelings of being like super negative And I'd be like, just just right. Like, like, remember that book said when you're feeling like this, you have to do it. It's like that's you're hurting yourself if you don't sit down and write. So you were journaling at Disney World? Yeah, I was writing like poems and (laughs) (laughs) and cafe thoughts. I call them cafe thoughts to you because it's like this disjointed kind of like the world is messed up. (laughs) Like when I write in a cafe, sometimes they're like, I was like staring at like Mickey Mouse and I was like, I was journaling like, what's up with society? (laughs) Like teen stuff, you know, very 16 year old stuff. But it felt positive. No, it it is. It is. Yeah, of course. 
I should have just got in line to meet Mickey. That's what I should have done. Yeah. Why didn't you just take your journal, have him sign it? Yeah, I should have had Mickey Mouse sign my journal. I was the, I mean, speaking of fear and speaking of Mickey Mouse, let's put the two together. I was fucking scared to meet Mickey Mouse when I was little. Yeah, I bet. It's like so dumb. It should have been fun. So many things that we're scared of should just be fun. Yeah. That's yeah, it doesn't weird. make sense I didn't meet Mickey. Or like I watched Cruella DeVille meet a lot of people, but I didn't just get in line. <laughs> <laughs> like I really liked the actress like performing. Like I was like, she's doing so good. And instead of being like, I should get in line and get a photo. I just was like, yeah, I was still good, though. It wasn't like it was bad or anything. If I was really afraid, I wouldn't have even wa- I wouldn't have st- sat there and watched. Right. Because that's what I was enjoying anyway. Yeah. I'm not like regretting not getting a photo or anything. I just was like, yeah, I could have. I could have just like. <laughs> you could have a picture with Cruella DeVille right now. St- are, are, we, are we talking about spiritual stuff when I'm. T- <laughs> I could have been posting a photo with Cruella DeVille. God, Advertising regrets. Disney brand. Regrets. Yeah, I can go back to that. <laughs> Stressful. Yeah. Sounds like sounds like that might be a good place for you to talk to your dad. I take my dad and I'm like, look, dad, there's princes and princesses. I'm... I've wrote you a poem. I want you to read it on what's the roller coaster called? Space Mountain. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, I've thought about writing children's books and stuff to explain it. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. To be like, look, <laughs> I'm a girl now. I may feel more in the middle in a, in a year. <laughs> Every time I tell people I'm out, I'm like, yeah, I'm this right now. And they're like, okay, cool. And I'm like, I might slide back. Right. <laughs> I don't I mean, know where I I'm going to be. That's one of the reasons you're scared to like do all of this, because then it's what if you want to take it back? Yeah. Like, what if I want to take it back? Are people going to let me take it back? Right. Am I going to be allowed to say in a year, like, oh, now I'm like non-binary. Now I'm like, this month I feel like I feel very masculine. Right. I, I could turn 50 and be like, oh, I feel like a freaking grandpa now. I've had kids and it's like something in my brain changed. Right. Because it's just like, that's the thing about identity is it's constantly morphing. But I've felt like this for a long time is the thing is like, that's like, maybe that is my fear. Mm. maybe that is it maybe that's me saying a fear to people yeah is i'm afraid to tell people because i'm like what if in a year i don't want it and it's like yeah there's no point in saying hey in a year (laughs) i might feel different and like like, how much permission we give people to have a say over our life like anybody can be like you can't do that which is yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking uh, stupid yeah i can actually Yeah. yeah my friend did the hormones and a surgery and then changed their mind. Wow. Yeah. That happens a lot. Yeah. People are, people, it's surprising. That's why I'm not going to do it. Cause I feel like it's like a, it's not that it's like a, for lots of people, it's the best choice mm-hmm. for lots of people. It's a very great choice and their lives are, you know, they, they it's feel, one of those choices you have to really be 100% on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just know a hundred percent. I won't even get a tattoo, right. so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I only I'm, I'm still like on this I'm on the fence about if I should get my ears pierced or not where I'm like I don't know are you gonna want little teeny tiny holes in your ears in 50 years oh we should do that this week we should pierce my ears that's yeah. a very non-plus do you want to go to Claire's and get your ear pierced yeah okay yeah yeah okay. let's get my ears pierced all right <laughs> he's here ladies and gentlemen she's here fuck it's all good. It's not. It's not all good. I say Fuck. it's all good every time. I'm always like, it's I don't fine. know what to do. 
it's like I knew you. I've known you for like seven years. Yeah. And it's just such a huge flip. And like I now see you as Jill. I have you saved in my phone as Jill. You're Jill to me. But it keeps coming out wrong. That's just natural. It's not. It sucks. Yeah. I feel like other people get hurt by it more than me right now. Yeah. Because they want me to feel good. And it's like, I don't feel bad. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, I get it. But other people, it's like, like today, somebody, I was like saying Jill and then they were like, Bill. And I was like, what? (laughs) What's wrong with you? (laughs) They corrected your own name. Yeah, they corrected me. Your name isn't Jill. It's Bill. They corrected me. I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) What do you mean? What do you, like seven other people in this room are saying Jill and you're going to be, you're going to look at me in the eyes and say Bill. Wow. Like I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, it's like man but yeah that's why number one is my fear obviously yeah i feel broken i don't feel good about it yet have you always felt broken yeah yeah i think in high school maybe i didn't know how to put it to words but like i had like so many friend groups i was like here and here and here and here and like i remember at lunch i'd be like all over school Right. Like, I wouldn't just stay in one place. You had to, like, make the rounds. Yeah, I'd go hang out with my friends who were, like, this pack of, like, seven, like, cool girls some lunches. And we'd all hang out. And I'd be, like, to them, I'd be, like, do you think I'm gay? And they'd be, like, we don't think you're gay. (laughs) And I'd be, like, oh, damn. There's a part of me that was hoping. They'd be, like, yeah, you're gay. And I'd be, like, cool. Thank you. (laughs) I think asking it is the sign, like, addictions when they're, like, if you're asking yourself if you're an alcoholic, you probably are. I think if you're asking a group of girls at lunch if you're gay, there's a chance <laughs> there's some in there. Yeah, I remember being like attracted to like some guy and he was gay. And so then I was like, do people, can people tell? <laughs> can people tell this secret about me? Whoa. And I'd be like, do you think I'm gay? And they, they were like, no. And I was like, oh, cool. I rephrase them. Do you think I'm bi? <laughs> You're like, cool, because I'm totally not. Do you think I have secrets? <laughs> Do you think, Do you I think have secret secrets? Thoughts? Do you think I have secrets? <laughs> yeah. Do you think I have secrets? <laughs> oh, how, like, what's the next step? For me? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's the thing is, it just feels like maybe it's coming out to like my dad. That's a big one for me is I feel like I just have to do it. Because I feel so hung up on every guy now. Say more. Because I just don't want to tell them. Right. The, it's the worst. So like every guy you meet, you're projecting the dad stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, you were yeah. saying earlier. Yeah. Okay. I project the hell out of that. Fair. I have to figure out what to do with my business because my whole business is tied to the name Bill. Right. And it's like, cool. <laughs> cool. Didn't expect to, <laughs> didn't expect that I would feel this strong impetus mm-hmm. to change this so quick. Right. But I, you know what? Honestly, if I did it, like maybe it's a stellar chance to like re-rock my Google. Yeah. Because it's going to take a while for that Google to catch up. I agree. So I can just like own. You, uh, out of anyone on this planet, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Okay. I think just switching it to like, instead of like creeping slowly forward, we just have to start sprinting. Yeah. There's a part of me that since pride's coming up, I should just be like, change my profile name. Oh, that'd be yummy. Just drop it. Yeah. Just drop the foot. I feel like I'm going to lose like a hundred followers and it's going to hurt so bad, but it's so meaningless. Every time I post a picture, I lose like 4,000 followers. Just kidding. I don't have that many followers. (laughs) 
but every time I post a picture, it's like, bye, everyone. Yeah, I just posted a photo of me with a choker on, and I lost like 15 <laughs> With a choker on. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of bros were probably like, what the hell? This guy's wearing a choker, dude. That fucking gay, bro. And they hit it. They All asked the their bros friend, are Southern. They oh. asked their friend, do you think this is gay? Yeah. <laughs> they show them, they, 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 they show the photo, and they go, am I gay? <laughs> god damn it's all confusing i'm proud of you for exploring it yeah i didn't think i was going to talk about it but then of course i do because i feel every time i do a podcast i feel like i feel so safe and then i get home and i'm like what were you thinking (laughs) well that's the great thing you can call at any time and we will erase the fuck out of it okay i won't call no but you can okay truly this is huge yeah don't feel unsafe okay 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 um yeah, so but your fans are chill. So your chill. fans came to my page last time and they were nice. Yeah, they're gonna a not tell anyone, you know. B. Yeah. Not, it's not like TMZ is gonna right. run an article. <laughs> Actor you've never heard of having gender complications. <laughs> if anything, it would give me good press. But that's what I want. I'm like, yeah, yes. no, I, you're allowed. You're allowed. I'm allowed. Yeah, yeah, I'm allowed. Be free. Be free. I it's love it. It's hard, but it's easy at the same time. It's, it's hard and then it's easy. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's easy if you don't make it hard. <laughs> Can we end on that? It's easy if you don't make it it's hard. It's easy if you don't make it hard. Jeez. Well, everything I talked about. Yeah. I'd been staring at a photo of a, a little kitten looking in the mirror at a lion also and said, That's cute. And then I transformed. That's I'm transformed. Cute. I'm that must have been such a huge imprint for your subconscious. That's why it happened. Fuck. Why the fuck didn't we discuss this? I didn't know. We can keep. We can slice it back in. Yeah. You want to talk about it? Yeah. So um, the reason I had that whole experience and the reason I think it's real is because um, last year in New York, I was working on my vision board and I was working on like uh, uh, like confidence and self image ones, and I found this image of like a. A cat looking in the mirror and in the mirror it's looking back at like a lion and uh it says what's most important is how you see yourself on it and i was like i put it onto my vision board and my vision board has traditionally been on my phone because i feel like oh you look at it all the time and right. so why not have your vision board i'd call it because uh i was uh, making my vision board and i was looking up like confidence images and there's like i think if you probably search confident in google image search you'll find it it's like this cat looking in the mirror and in the mirror, it sees a lion and it says, what's most important is how you see yourself. And it's like surrounded by white. So it just looked like garbage on my vision board. Like it didn't fit. Right. Like it just didn't mesh well. So I was like, oh, I'll find another one. Like I'll find a different image. And um, I was in I was in New York just like walking around. And like there's those carts with like a bunch of like pictures and paintings and stuff. And I saw it. Whoa. Just walking by, I saw that thing I Googled and it was going to be my vision board. And I was like, I have to buy this. I have to buy this. It was only like $12 and I bought it and I hung it up and I put it, it, I put it in my room in New York. It was like the only decoration I hung in this Airbnb. That your subconscious was like living for that picture. It was, it was very important to me. Yeah. And then I hung it when I lived with uh, Mary still, I hung it by my bed. (laughs) Mary still, we haven't talked about that online, whatever. When I was living in my old place. (laughs) Yeah. His old life, two months ago. In my old life, uh, yeah, um, I had it by my bed. shell I'd look at it all the time, and I'd be like, I need to do something. I need to change. I need to freaking, I I feel terrible all the time. I need to get rid of this feeling. 
And then now I've moved out and it's literally right by my mirror. Wow. So every time I look in my mirror, I see it. And so I think about it when I'm looking at myself constantly. Wow. Every time I'm looking at myself, I see that image right next to my mirror. And now it's even like, so then I had that experience of meeting myself, my yeah. new self and having it be like, you're going to live without fear. You're going to be this new, like I'm your new, like body that you're going to be living through like spiritual body wow i have all the same memories i have all the same reactions and stuff like they're all still built up but now i have this new because of that reinforcement of like i did i i, I used to do more meditation and i used to focus more on that kind of stuff but i then i once i moved out and was alone i'd like stopped using my phone i stopped being online i started reading and just writing all the time and i like I was playing piano all wow. the time. Like I was playing piano right before I did that. And I've uh I've basically taught myself piano in two months because I wake up and fall asleep doing it every day, which is all you need to do to like learn a habit and skill. But I was playing piano and then I was like so exhausted and tired and I was like, You need to lay down on this mat right now. Wow. Like some voice just came into my head that was like, You need to lay down and like think like you need to stop playing and you need to lay down and think and just be like present and like just relax yeah Yeah, be in the zone and you're gonna see something you're gonna feel something and then I remember feeling like fear I was like I had this thought this is the full experience that I had this thought I was like who why is it why is it so hard to be out why is it like I was thinking that I was like why is it so hard to be out why is it so like who are these people that that it's like they they don't let you just be yourself and then Mm -hmm. I saw this image of like a I I watch a lot of Sabrina the Teenage Witch on Netflix so it took like this self image in my mind, like a third eye opening of like a demon opened up, mm-hmm. like of like a visual representation of they. And I knew that wasn't literally, that didn't mean anything literal. It was just like a sign that like I'd opened up like through meditation, like an extra channel to like wow, relax yes. and think through. And then as I was relaxed and thinking, I just like, I, I kind of, it's kind of like astral projection a bit. Cause I was like looking at myself from, an angle like I was looking at myself from the outside my body that is so trippy and there was a new shell above me so I wasn't in either place kind of when it happened I was just outside of myself and then I was above myself (laughs) and I there was like a new entity talking to me almost and it was like you're gonna live without fear now you don't have to experience fear anymore you're gonna well it's not it it was very specific that i'm still gonna experience fear but i'm not gonna be living in it anymore i'm not gonna be living with it it's like it's gonna be a passing experience thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.